Hello, my friend, and welcome to the Chronically Happy Podcast, where you will learn to bring the joy, be in charge of your story, and not let chronic illness be the boss of you. I'm your host, Leanne, and I couldn't be happier that you're here with me today. It's episode two. I mean, can I get a double high five? I am going to share my journey to the diagnosis of multiple sclerosis, and I really have three goals. One is to relate to the chronic illness community and make sure that you know that you are not alone and that your feelings are valid. The second is to help make others aware of this experience, and if you're fortunate enough to not deal with chronic illness, to have a little insight into what it's like. And the third goal is to help you see that this is not the Pollyanna version of Positivity Podcast. No, my positivity has been tested and proven, and there have been so many bumps and curveballs and days that I could not choose to be happy. So those three things we're going to accomplish in hopefully the next 10-ish minutes. So let's go. It's the summer of 2009, and I have four little kids. They are almost six, four and a half, two and a half, and one. Yes, it is absolutely crazy. My day is filled with, Mom, Mom, hey, Mom, Mom. Oh my goodness. I always said I take calls in the order they're received. I mean, a person can only help one kid at a time. You can imagine in that busy, chaotic house that there wasn't a lot of time for me to notice something going on with me. Goodness. So numb hand, numb arm. Well, you notice it, but of course you've been carrying a baby around for six years on your hip. Of course you're out of alignment. It just makes sense. I'm sure that I have a pinched nerve. It all adds up in my mind. And, you know, WebMD, which basically is a medical degree. That summer I fell. I got out of bed. I had no legs. I hit the ground. My head almost hit the bathroom door jam. It scared me. And now when I look back, of course it didn't add up. But at the time I thought, my goodness, that must have been a rough night. My legs fell asleep. Again, a pinch nerve. The fatigue. I mean, have you met a mom of young kids that isn't tired out? Probably not. Somebody wakes you up at night, somebody hops into your bed, then another somebody wakes you up. It's just constant. Luckily, you wake up the next day and these four beautiful kiddos are right there smiling, waiting for you, and you do it all over again. And the fatigue is 1000% worth it. But that is a symptom of somebody with chronic illness that I just discounted. I just brushed aside. Until that numbness and tingling got so annoying that I decided it was worth a trip to the chiropractor. At the time, we had an HMO. And with an HMO health insurance plan, you have to go to your family doctor to get a referral to see a specialist. Let me tell you, I can remember complaining that I had to have an additional appointment. And you will soon learn that that saved me. That saved me to not be my own doctor, to not just rely on WebMD. I go to the family doctor, I explain what's happening, and he basically tells me to pause. He does the timeout sign and says, if you were 69, I might agree to send you to the chiropractor, but since you're 29, I am going to send you to a neurologist. Are you kidding me? (laughs) Like, I don't have time for all these appointments. I have to figure out who's going to watch these four cuties and, and, and. 
So I go to the neurologist like a good kid and she does a physical exam, which is basically touching my finger to my nose and then over to her finger and she moves it and she has me walk in a straight line and she does a pin prick along my arm looking for sensory issues, things that would indicate MS or some other neurological issue. We end the appointment and she says, well, I think I need to send you to have an MRI. Again, another appointment. I go to the MRI and mind you, during all of these appointments, I am so optimistic. I don't actually think there's anything wrong. And I was basically like la-di-da. We'll go into MRI and testing in a future episode, but let's just suffice it to say that, wow, that was a new experience for me. So on October 23rd, I go into the doctor's office to hear the results of the MRI. Don offers to come with me, but I already know there's nothing wrong. So I tell him, don't bother taking time off from work. I'm fine. I go into the doctor's office and sit down and she walks in and says, we are 90% sure that you have multiple sclerosis. I am dumbfounded. Of course, you know that I did not see that coming. I assumed everything was really fine and that there was probably just a structural issue. And even though I know of people with MS, I don't have a personal experience with MS. The picture that pops into my mind is a wheelchair. A wheelchair. I mean, I basically felt like they were going to wheel me out of the doctor's office, my mobility would be gone, and that's it. Here I came from a crazy morning with four little kids running and chasing, and now this is my reality. I walk out to the parking lot and I sit down in my car and start sobbing. I call Don. I call my mom. Don comes over to meet me. I am brokenhearted. The future looked different now. My future had changed. I am a firstborn. I plan everything. I had already drafted the next 50 years. And now, chronic illness, MS was part of that story? Yuck. I wanted to go back. I wanted her to take it back. I, this is not the plan. This is not the plan. Luckily, my mom knew someone living well with MS, and she really is my inspiration for doing this podcast and reaching out to patients because she helped me so much in that first year. I spoke with her several times, and she validated all the crummy feelings but she also encouraged me. She showed me what it was like to live well with a chronic illness, and that gave me hope in time. I didn't see it right away, but she did offer hope, and hope changes everything. We head home. I am mourning. I am mourning for weeks and weeks and weeks. Now, I still got up. I took care of the kids. I enjoyed them. I made mac and cheese. Life did go on, but at night I would lay in bed and tears would just roll down my face. I was just sad. I was just sad. So if you feel sad when you're dealing with your chronic illness, when you're first diagnosed, when you've been at it for five years, it went, that's okay. I actually encourage people that are newly diagnosed to mourn a little. Allow yourself to be sad and to sit in those feelings because if you just push them down, they'll come back and bug you or haunt you. And 
it was so, it ended up being healing for me to just allow myself to mourn. I started on a disease modifying therapy uh, about six or seven weeks after diagnosis. And it was a few weeks after that that I realized that hosting a pity party is not that fun and attending a pity party is even less fun. And that that's what was happening in my world. So I decided I needed to move forward and I really leaned into fitness. And we will go into fitness on a whole nother episode, but it really helped me to feel like I was in control of something. When you're diagnosed with a chronic illness, everything feels out of control. A lot because of the chronic part. Chronic means forever. Chronic means you get to keep this. Chronic means no cure. It's extremely discouraging at a young age to be diagnosed with a chronic illness. You start going online and doing research and trying to learn, and that's discouraging. Some of the loudest voices are the most negative. They have the most to say, and life is the worst. I even went to a local support group, and I have now come to know some of those people and love and appreciate them. But at the time, that was not a healthy choice. I went to a space where people were really identified by this diagnosis, and the disease had advanced in their lives. And again, so discouraging. I always tell the story that I went there and then I left and spent 400 bucks at Target. And Don said, well, do you think maybe if you wouldn't have gone to the support group that like 200 bucks would have done it? (laughs) And I think he's probably right. For those of you with friends or family that are dealing with a new diagnosis, listen and learn. Those are my two simple tips. That's it. Listening matters because we have so many feelings and we need to get them out and we need to be heard and we need to just say all the things. We're almost like practicing with our feelings to test out, does this feel right? Is this how I feel? How strong can I be? And the learning matters because we're learning too. So if you look up information on your phone, that means a lot to have a friend or family member learn alongside you. It really is that simple. So I just want to encourage everyone today to know that you can't see everything that's going on with everybody around you. MS really is an invisible illness for a long time for a lot of people. And if you ever feel like, you know, I feel like there's something wrong with me. I don't feel just right. This is something new going on with me. I just want to encourage you to get it checked out. I feel so grateful that I had to see that family doctor. I am so thankful that he pushed me to go see a neurologist and I was diagnosed at a young age. Did I love being diagnosed at a young age? No, not when I was a young age. But now looking back, I am so grateful. I am confident that starting on a disease modifying therapy at a young age, could I say young age one more time? But early, I started on it early, and that it has slowed the progression of the disease in me. So for those not dealing with chronic illness, I hope that you feel a little bit more aware and realize that knowledge is power, and when we know better, we can do better. And if you're dealing with a chronic illness, I see you. I feel you. I get it. And I am here for you. Please reach out. Please reach out on Instagram. I love to connect. 
I love to share stories and listen to hiccups that you're facing. I voice message all the time. You can find me at I am Leanne Stickle on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook and at www.leannestickle.com. Thank you for sticking with me for, whoops, a little bit over 10 minutes. I super appreciate your time and that you are leaning into learning and doing better and improving yourself and your knowledge base because that's awesome and you're awesome. And I just can't wait to teach you a great tool to be positive in episode three coming up and just keep going, keep moving forward and being a good boss of yourself. <laughs>